This is a realization that so many people need to have and that people don't understand. All right? People are just as scared to be successful as they are to fail. Why? It was very simple. I'll tell you why. It's because you are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and welcome to episode 10, where we're going to be talking about identity shifting and why people are so afraid to actually go and succeed, why I believe... that people are afraid to go succeed and why they're just as much scared of failure as they are of success without even realizing it. And actually the reason I'm actually very excited about this episode is because this, this episode came out of a conversation that I had with my mother and my mother and I had this, the same exact conversation today. And I think it's super important. It's a realization that I had. And once I had this realization, I was like, Oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And I have not figured out how to overcome this fully yet. But I believe that the first step in overcoming something and working through something is realizing like the actual problem, having the epiphany, having the realization that, oh, this is what's actually is going on. Because once you identify it, you're able to actually go fix it. And so let me explain basically how this came about. So I was listening to, I believe, I believe it was a a podcast by Steven Larson. I don't, I don't think he was the, the, one to originally say, I think it came from a book. I'll have to go back and look. Anyhow, in the in the clip, he was talking about this identity shift that people have. And basically, when you, I kind of have to give context to this because you may not know what I'm talking about here. Each person has an identity, all right? They have an identity of who you are. It's the clothes you wear. It's how you talk. It's what you drive. It's the swagger you carry. It's What makes you you is your identity, right? Of all things around them. So the amount of money you make plays into that. Who you hang out with, where you hang out with, all of these things play into your identity. So I want you to think of everything, like the best way that I can explain to this or explain you this to to kind of get get an understanding is if you were trying to describe yourself and your personality, and what you like and don't like, so that somebody could get to know you without ever meeting you, and have a visual picture of everything about you. How tall you are, what you look like, what you talk like, what you act, your vibes, where you hang out, your interests, your dislikes, your likes. If you were to explain that to someone else, that's like your identity, all right? Now, when you study marketing, and if you haven't studied marketing, I'm going to give you a, a marketing 101 level uh, well, 101 class here at a very basic level. And you have to understand, like there's a lot more that goes into it, but I'm going to put this in very easy to understand terms so you understand this marketing, like how I discovered this in its entirety, okay? So 
in marketing, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get someone to have an identity shift to come over and buy our product. What do I mean by this? Right now, I'm sitting here and I am comfortable. I have my habits. I have the things that I buy, the the normal every single day things and, and who I am now. If I, as a marketer, Actually, I'm gonna say you. So like you have all those things. If I, as a marketer, want to get you to come over and buy my product and it's something out of the norm, it's something that you wouldn't buy, it's a new opportunity, a new cause to you, I can spark your interest in it quite easily. However, in order for me to go and get you to come and buy this product, I have to go And I have to convince you that where you're at in your journey of life right now, your current identity has a flaw in it. And that if you have this new thing that you will now like have this new identity, this thing will become part of who you are or is the thing that you want to become and get you to believe in that new identity of yourself so that you go out and buy that thing. Now, when it sounds like that, it sounds very extreme, like major makeovers of personality, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm simply talking about the difference between if I was trying to get, let, let's say you wore Adidas all the time, Adidas clothing, and I was selling Nike. I have to convince you that you're actually a Nike person, that Nike is who you are. You're not an Adidas person. I know you grew up that way, right? I know you always wear Adidas, but Nike's where really where you want to be at because Nike stands for, you know, just do it and it's bold and it's out there. And they play big with, I mean, marketers play big, big, big with identity in sports, like celebrities and sports figures. That's why they pay the millions and millions of dollars to get them to wear their clothing because then the masses will be like, yeah, I want to be like LeBron James. I want to be like Tom Brady. I want to be like, you know, whoever, insert your person there. Because when you buy that, you're buying an identity, you're buying status, you're buying a symbol of who you are and become, okay? So in in marketing, we're trying to shift those identities. Well, in life, we have these identities for everything, all right? Our identity, it covers everything. What we drink, what we wear, the clothes, I mean, um, the car we drive, the job we're at, that's part of our identity, right? And we're either ashamed of our identity or we love our identity, Right? Like, yeah, this is who I am. I might not be too proud of it, but that's me, right? Like, I own it. And when you go out there and try to challenge someone's identity and you go out there and you say like, hey, like, you've got to change who you are in order to become this person or this thing or or to, to have this thing, like, that's a hard thing to do, especially in the game of success because People like their comfort zone, all right? And people have become accustomed to what they're used to. And what they're used to is their identity. It's who they are, all right? So if you're used to, and I'm just gonna use the money example because this is something that we all can relate to. If you are used to making $50,000 a year, right? And you shop at the stores that you shop at, I don't know, maybe Kohl's, Walmart, um, you know, maybe every now and then you splurge, you drive a, a nicer Toyota, you know, it's a nicer car, nothing too crazy or whatever. And you have made that into your daily habits, that $50,000 lifestyle, that range or whatever. Okay. Everything that you are doing in your life, more or less is working in conjunction with each other to keep you at that level of comfort. All right. So if one thing changes more often than not, 
it has a ripple effect into all other areas of your life. So if you go and you like decide to start working out, that's an identity shift, but it doesn't just it doesn't just affect, and it, these could be positive or negative identity shifts. It doesn't just affect your workout schedule. It affects your workout. It affects how you feel, probably the time that you wake up, which then affects the time you go to bed if you want to do things right, right? Like if you effectively want to get on a workout schedule, you're probably going to wake up earlier, which means you're going to go to bed earlier, which means you're going to probably eat healthier, which means you're going to probably become more aware of your diet, which means you probably have to start cutting out fast food, which would probably means you're going to be saving money. With all those things, like a ripple effect in a positive or a negative way. So if you turn on more Netflix and start watching more Netflix, that probably means that you're going to, you know, go and eat more junk food and not go to the gym as much and not read as much. And like there's ripple effects in all areas of life. Okay. So you see this one single action changing creates a huge, massive, massive ripple effect. And we'll, we, I should probably talk about that on another episode, but that's not what I'm going to focus on here, but it's, that's a super important key to this. Okay. So when I come and I tell you, Hey, do you want to be a failure? You're like, no, absolutely not. Why don't I want to be a failure? Because it means leaving my comfort zone, right? It means having to give up what I'm used to and what's familiar to me, right? And going out there, if I said, I'm going to cut your salary in half to $25,000, guess what? Your salary is not the only thing that's affected. Where you eat, where you shop, what you do, where you spend your money, how much money you save, what you're able to do, all those things change. Your identity changed now at this point. Okay. And now you have to hang out with, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but like the poorer people, right? Now you can't shop at the nicer places. Now you can't hang out with all your friends on Friday nights. Your friends are going to look at you dear, weird. Okay. You're going to have a negative impact from where? From your current circle of influence. Okay. Your current circle of influence is constantly judging you and you are judging slash measuring up yourself against other people in your state of identity, all right? Because guess what? You don't know people below you. You don't know people above you. You only know the people that you know and where you're at in that identity spot. So now if you all of a sudden become poor, the people that knew you had a lot of money or knew you had money, $50,000 a year, were making it good. Now they know you're broke. Now you appear like a loser. They're gonna think differently of you simply because you're not doing it like them and they're gonna think, oh, we're better than you or whatever. It's identity thing. We're scared of that, all right? The same is true when you go and try to get rich. The same is true when you go and try to get success. It doesn't feel the same, but it's the same, I don't know, mental battle that you're playing in your head. Because all of a sudden, when you go and you want to go become successful, like here's the thing. If somebody came to you and you won, I don't know, the lottery of $100,000 and you're still making that $50,000 a year, and all of a sudden, we just plop down a one payment of $100,000. It might change a couple of your habits for a little bit, but it's not going to radically change your life. Your friends aren't going to think differently of you. You won one time $100,000. The rest of your life is not going to change. Why? Because the rest of your life is not changing, right? That's why your friends don't care. That's why the people around you don't care. But if I were to all of a sudden add $100,000, if I, or if, I'm sorry, if I told you, hey, I'm going to add $100,000 a year to your salary, by giving you a better job, but that also means that now you have to work longer hours. Now, instead of working in a factory, you are working at a better career job, shirt and tie, right? I got really made fun of when I first shifted in the entrepreneurship world and I started dressing nicer. This is before I realized I didn't have to. 
But I, you know, wear a shirt and tie when I first got started in the insurance world and in the entrepreneurship world. People viewed me differently. Why? Because now all of a sudden your entire life changes and you're scared. And if you're building a business, right, you're going to, excuse me, go and try to make more money. You're afraid, you know, you want to buy a nicer car. You want to have a nicer house, but you're going to feel guilty because, oh my gosh, now you're, now like what, what my friends think. That same feeling of what my friends think happens when you have less money than them or you have more money than them. The same feeling of this happens to your parents, to your, your spouse, your kids, your whatever, right? If you've got kids yet, I don't. Probably many of you don't. But you understand what I'm saying? Because when you go and chase success, it's not just the money that's changing. It's so many areas. You have to become a new person when you go become successful. I am not the old Josh 40, all right? Joshua 40 from 2012, back bail and hay, a lot of qualities are there, good hard work ethics and things of that nature, but I am not the same person. I killed old me and put on new me. And I went out there and I became a new person. I have a new mindset. I have a new way of thinking. I have new actions. I hang out with different people. I think differently. I go and do all these things because I became a new person in my chase of success and like whatever. And some of you may be sitting there thinking right now, well, I like who I am. There's nothing wrong with me. I might not maybe make as much money, but like, I'm not a bad person. I'm not, that's your identity, okay? You're sitting there going, I'm not a bad person. I, I, I like who I am. I, I, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong here, right? You go into defense mode. You gotta learn to look at things objectively, by the way. But anyway, so when you go and want to become successful, some people don't struggle with it that much. Some people are like, nah, man, I wanna be rich. That's my identity, rich, rich, rich. I don't stop until I'm rich. They have no problem jumping, but a lot of people don't. When I first started, it was far less of a problem for me. I didn't have a lot of friends. I was life at the party. I was loud. I was obnoxious. Not a whole lot of people liked me. Um, and so I went out and didn't care what people think. And here's the thing. There is a difference between not caring what people think and struggling with the identity shift. Not caring what people think about the actions that you do. Because here's the thing. I didn't care if people thought I was weird for chasing my dreams or people thought I was weird for using social media. None of that bothered me. What bothered me is when people started viewing me differently when I started had, making more money or doing nicer things. Like they thought I was like high and mighty and they started acting like, oh, you just think you're above us. When not me, my... Happy-go-lucky, helpful personality didn't change. My actions changed. My thought process changed, whatever. But I still cared about people. And I wanted to be friends with a lot of those people. But so many of them treated me differently because I had to. That bothered me because it was an identity thing for me. All right? The act of being different didn't bother me. But the perception of what people thought I was becoming did. And it's a struggle. And it will hold you back from success. It will. And you've got to be able to rise above that. You've got to be able to go and understand that, hey, it's just a new identity. It's a new way. It's a, it's a different way of life. You grow up and let's say, oh gosh, I'm going to be, I don't know what the numbers are here. So don't like, you know, don't hold this as absolute fact. But let's say throughout your life, the average person, you, me, I grew up in a pretty small town, but let's say average, you know, you grew up in a big town. You come in contact with 
I don't know, over the course of the first 18 to 22 years of your life, like 20 years of your life, you've probably come in contact with, I don't know, 10, 20,000 people, like actually in contact with maybe like multiple on a regular or everyday occurrence, you come in contact with like 500 to 1,000 unique people, right? That you actually like would know and remember their name type deal. Like it's not that many people, but your environment and who you're surrounded by, let's just say it's 150,000 people, 200,000 people that you see in your hometown, city, wherever you're located. It's not that many, 150,000, but that's like the population of the city. Those people all have, like that standard, there's the standard of living in that city that people become accustomed to. Of that 150 or even quarter million people, that's like 1.0001% of the seven or eight billion people that are on this planet. The seven or eight billion different ways to live life. The literal hundreds and hundreds of different ways to go about the same thing and the different identities that people have. And when you understand that, different does not mean good or bad. It simply means different. And so when you're out there and you're struggling, the thing that I do for me is I encourage you to always base everything in absolute truth. You've got to find absolute truth. I believe that absolute truth comes from the Bible. Not everybody believes that, but that's a discussion for another time. But when you have a a set of absolute truths that you can balance what you believe in, this is why it's so important to know your core values and what you stand for, okay? Because you cannot base your identity in what other people think of you. Because if you do that, number one, you'll never please any anyone because everybody's going to have a different opinion. And number two, you're always going to be afraid of change all the time because you're literally going to just settle in forever who in or for whoever you're around. That's why people that get picked up from one place and dropped in a completely new city with no choice of their own, you know, they move for a job relocation or they're a young kid and they move cross country with their family or whatever that thing is where you're literally a country person and then you're a city person or vice versa, all of a sudden, like they become much more open-minded. Why? Because they had to. They didn't have a choice. All of a sudden, they were put into a completely new environment with a completely new way of doing things. That's why traveling and go traveling abroad and seeing different countries and societies and the way they work is so informative. And that's why you learn so much because it's a new way of doing things. It's just different. Okay. It's, it's, what you're not used to, it's out of your comfort zone. Therefore, it's out of your identity. So rather than seeing that thing and being afraid of it, you need to ask yourself, does this line up with what I believe? And if the answer is yes, then you can look at it and go, is this something that I want to do or not? First, you ask yourself the question, is it right or wrong? If the answer isn't there, and remember, just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong. And just because it's different doesn't mean it's right. Go in and I look at everything from an absolute truth perspective. Hey, it's not do my parents think this is okay? It's not does my best friend think this is okay? It's not really even do I think it's okay for the very first question. It's is this right or wrong? Does this line up with my core belief values? If you're a Christian like myself, absolute truth, the Bible doesn't line up with that. If you're not a Christian, you have a set of absolute truths, then you line up with that and go, does this align? If the answer is yes, then you go, okay, is this something that I wanna do or not? Just because you Just because it aligns doesn't mean you have to do it right? Like there's a lot of things that are totally fine for me to do, but that doesn't mean that's not what I want to do. So I go, I say, is it okay? Yes. Then I give myself permission to either follow it or not follow it. And then everything that you know to be true now, 
You have to do the same thing too. Why do you, and this goes back to the question of why, like why do you think that making a lot of money is bad or being broke is bad or whatever? First off, does doing that align with your core values? Yes or no? Okay, yes. Well, then is it bad or good? Well, it's more of of like, do you want to do that or not? There's nothing inherently wrong about being poor. There's nothing inherently wrong about being rich or anywhere in between. So the question then becomes, okay, do I want to go do it? And if so, then what's the route that I want to go do it? But stop placing your identity in what other people think. Place your identity in absolute truth and don't be afraid to change and adapt. When you are able to go and open your mind and be open to new realms of discovery, okay, your life will change. I grew up, and this is very controversial probably in a lot of Christian worlds, but I grew up believing and being taught that the Bible was absolute truth. That's what I grew up to believe. But let me tell you, I tested that. I had a realization one day that I said, if I want someone to become a Christian, let's say I was out you know, ministering to them or someone was asking about my faith and they were interested in becoming a Christian and I shared my faith with them and then they're like, well, I'm Muslim and I want to share my faith with you and I go, no, 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 you're wrong because you're Muslim, right? Or you're wrong because you're Catholic or atheist or whatever. Why, why would I expect them to listen to my side of things if I'm not willing to actually go and open my mind and listen to their side? What if I am wrong? There's always this option that you're wrong. And so I did. And I've listened to many different other faiths and ways of thinking and beliefs and and thought processes and ways for success. Why? Because I'm constantly learning and I'm going back and I'm saying, okay, what do I believe? What do I believe? Does this line up? Could I be wrong here? And I'm constantly being okay with shifting my identity and shifting my beliefs as I learn more. Yes, I want to stick to what I know is true. And yes, I'm always going to err on that side, but I cannot be so closed-minded that when someone else presents a new idea, that I automatically shot it down because it's not within what I can understand, not what I'm used to, or not within my comfort zone, all right? Be bigger than that. Have a bigger thought process than that. Think different about that, and it will change your life. And understand that if you're scared to be successful, that's normal because it's an identity shift. You might not even realize you're scared to be successful, but understand that that's a thing. Go out there, and rather than being scared to be successful change your environment. Go out there and change your environment. I cannot stress to you the importance enough of getting around like-minded people. And then that will really help you. All right? All right, guys. If you have any questions on this or give me any, want to give me any feedback on anything, at Josh Forty on Instagram, J-O-S-H-F-O-R-T-I, at Josh Forty on Instagram. Would love to hear back from you. Let me know what you thought. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you agree? Did you disagree? Uh, Do you want more like this? Hit me up there. It's always a good time over there on the gram. At Josh Forty, J-O-S-H-U-A. I'm sorry. At Josh Forty, J-O-S-H-F-O-R-T-I. I will see you there. Guys, as always, thanks for listening. Hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are gonna be the ones that change the world. And when remember, when you think different, you're gonna be misunderstood. But that's okay because it's 100% worth it. All right. I love you all. And I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? 
If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating, and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas, and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh Forty or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.